with, uh, I, I don't know, what am I supposed to say? Just <laughs> Hi. Hi everyone, welcome to Younger Bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here with Nicholas and Kathy, my new interview person on my series of interviews that I'm going to be doing for women, about women, and uh, women that own their own business. So we're going to kind of get here, get this started. My name is Penny. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for coming. Hello, Penny. Nicholas, thank you. Hello. My pleasure. Hello, Kathy. It's nice <laughs> to meet you. And uh, Sophie cannot make it today, so hopefully she'll be here next dealing, time. Dealing with the grandparents. Yes. Yeah. Dealing with the grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kathy, I had all this stuff in my head, and it's just a big jumble thing. Okay. So That's great. It's more just about you telling us a little bit about it about you. So where did you come from as far as your work? Because you now currently own your own business with your husband, but also right. a separate business, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my background is actually in human resources. I have an English degree and um, got into human resources after college, but I've um, been interested in photography since I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. um, and that was always kind of like my side passion. And then after we had kids, you know, I stayed home with them for a while. And I was, of course, doing a lot more photography. And I really didn't have a lot, a big desire to go back into the corporate world. But I still wanted to be working and making my own money. So I started my own photography company once the boys got into grade school. So I've been working that since about 2012. And then last year, my husband quit his corporate gig, kind of felt the same way, was ready to do his own thing. And... We opened up a sign business together. Awesome. So we're doing both. So do you take, what do you do for him for that company? Um, right now it's, you know, it changes every day. Mm -hmm. um, I do like the payroll and that side of things, policy, writing. Okay. Which so I'm using some of my HR background with that. Sure. Um, and then just anything that kind of needs done. So I'm starting to work up doing some estimates mm -hmm. for the signs. I'm not doing much with the sales, but I'm going to some of the networking groups and trying to get our name out there. And then I do the website work. So getting, writing blog posts, updating the website, that sort of thing. Nice. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've, that I've noticed in my short time on this earth is that women have a tendency to wear many more hats <laughs> than men. And it's almost like you are required to wear more hats than, than men. And, you know, it's like you have, <laughs> men have like this one job, this one task, and women are like, oh, no, I got to take care of everything else. Right. And I'm feeling that today. Yes. In particular, <laughs> you know, we're winding up the school year and it's, you know, I have these five things I need to do with my, on the photography side, and I've got these five things that I have to do on the, you know, with the sign business and right. child at home and planning for continuation and all of that. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot well, of juggling. We'll get started on that continuation. <laughs> so, well, first of all, coming from a corporate job, you're making money. It doesn't matter how much, but you're making money, like a steady paycheck. Yeah. And then you make the, you and your husband talk about how feasible is it that I stay home with the kids? Because you, as a mom, you find out that it's, well, when not? When I worked, when I was single, I was making good money. Mm -hmm. And then I met my husband and we got together and we were making good money together. But then we decided to start a family. So I quit my job, but I 
I actually went down to a lesser job that didn't take as many hours and this, that, and the other. Right. And I took a huge, huge pay cut. And that, um, that's a, that's a blow. Like that's a kind of scary blow when you're used to making this income and then you're not, but then you find out that the income I was making in my lower salary was daycare money. Like if I had hired someone or taken my kid to a daycare, we actually would have been in the hole. Right. So it's, it's one of those that you have to make as a family and as a mom and you're giving up that independence and people forget that, that, that you think, Oh, you get to stay home with your kids. What a luxury. It is a luxury to a degree, but it's also, it's a big independence, not just because you're taking care of the kids, but of who you are as a woman yeah. in the world. And it's huge. It's a psychological blow. It is. And it's, and so I don't know if like how much you really realize that. Like, did you feel that we're like, oh my god, I, I gotta, I gotta do something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. So 2012, your kids were seven, right? Six, six. I guess something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Five, okay. Six. So that's like the age they're starting to get into school. Then you could probably go back to work, right? But those years before that, that six, seven years before that. What did you do? Like what? Well, how did you feel about not working and how was it with your family dynamics? Yeah. Well, it was kind of a unique situation because we were, and we were married for quite a while and we were dinks, you know, double income, no kids. My, he made, you know, significantly more than I did. I had a good salary, but his was more. And we just kind of banked my salary, which was really nice. Right. And I super nice. I had all this freedom to spend what, you know, I could go buy what I wanted without ever asking permission, not permission, but you know, it is permission. It is in a way. It yeah. Is permission and or not the guilt, the guilt, right. not there. that buyer remorse. Right. Cause I earned that money exactly, and I was contributing to the household and right. I could just go shopping. Remember and going yes. and getting manicures and pedicures and I regularly. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't feel bad about buying a, a shirt or Right. A skirt or a dress or whatever without having to justify why I bought it. Yeah, right. totally. Going to get in well, my shoes, buying a new purse, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's so frivolous, but um, still. Yeah. And then we moved to North Carolina. We chose to move with his job because mm-hmm. it was going to be a really good experience for him. He was going to gain some really good experience. And we were ready to start a family. Right. So I quit before I even had kids. And that wow. was. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. That was really hard. So then by the time we had kids, I was kind of like, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to, I, it was almost a welcome, um, I had something that was worthwhile to be focusing on and spending my time on. And I felt like I was contributing again mm-hmm. and I'd already kind of gotten through the whole, oh my God, I have to ask if I can go right. buy this at the grocery store, you know, right. <laughs> like, you right. know if, if I was going to make any kind of a outside purchase that was outside the norm, right. you feel weird about it. Yeah. So, um, at least I felt like I was kind of contributing in, in a more significant way again. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And I kind of gotten used to the whole, you know, it's, I don't have my own little spending money to go. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So when I started dating my husband, yeah, he had already owned his own business and I didn't understand what that meant. So when you marry into that, it's a whole different thing. It's uh, your whole life is this business and yeah. it's scary. Like um, 
I was scared for a long time because I'm like, if they're not doing well, that's kind of our, right. That's our, you know, when you're with a company, there's things you can do about it and there's places you can go. And, but when you own your own company, you can't just pick up and go, you know? So it's, I was really scared for a long time. Yeah. That's scary. In the beginning, I'm sure it was tough trying to figure out how this is all going to go down as far as just trying to be delicate. I don't be delicate. Come on. So lay it out there. It's it's one, and I, you know, I would have been in the same position as a husband, I guess, or a spouse. Let's let's not label husband wife, but as a spouse, when I'm working every day and this person is taking care of kids or whatever, there's times where you're like, what are you doing? You haven't gone out of your pajamas or <laughs> what are you sleeping on there? Or this house is kind of a mess or you, I think you harbor those feelings and yeah. I would, cause think about when you live with roommates, right? Right. It's the same thing. It's yeah. the same exact thing, but it's on a bigger scale. Yeah. And I have a friend who she's the wait, she's the main um, earner and her husband stays at home and now is actually working part time. Wow. And she struggles with that with him. See, I would almost as a woman feel like you struggle harder well, so, in some ways. Well, yeah, because if she well, comes they, home and nothing's they have done, kids. she's, they, yeah, they yeah. have two kids. It's just a, as you're, like you were saying before, the women seem to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, um, it just, I don't care who you are, it just falls that way. Mm-hmm. Like it just, I, it's not sexist in some way. It's just, mm-hmm. it's when it's expected, I think. Yeah. So there was a time in the, in the scheme of things when I wasn't working and I'm not a cook. I hate to cook. I hate it. I can't stand it. Um, I'm just, I, I wasn't brought, like we ate food. <laughs> you ate food. That's we, right. ate, we ate a lot of food. But, you know, we're from the Midwest and we didn't have these elaborate, you know, we had five kids in the family. It's what you're going to get in yeah. the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We grew so, up a lot the same. Yeah. So yeah. it's very Midwestern. Yeah. Casseroles. Casserole. Exactly. Yeah, like- yeah. yeah. Me- feel- meals that don't cost a lot that you can exactly. eat a lot of. Right. Absolutely. We ate a lot of SOS. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For dinner. Yes. Yeah. Lots of. Yes. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I didn't really learn how to. I mean, we had fruits and vegetables, but, you know, remember the 70s or whatever. We didn't. Jello was a side dish. Yeah. You didn't really eat <laughs> fruits and vegetables. We didn't drink water. Like, that's just not stuff you did. Right. So my point is. Like, you have to learn how to cook. And I, you know, my mom cooked, but it, it's not like a, you know, we're in the kitchen and she's passing down her recipes and, you know, this kind of stuff. And, you know, they're very German. Yeah. And it's a different, it's different all the way around. You feel as though there's more pressure put on you as a working, as a working mom when there is a, a non-working uh, husband. Yes. Is, is, yes. Yeah. So I, I was lucky. My, my husband does cook, but when you're the at home person, it does kind of become that expected. Mm-hmm. You take you, care of the house. There's different jobs. Right. right. And you fall into that. But the problem that I was starting to have, and maybe there were things that were becoming expected that I was like, if I had a job as well, right. Who would be doing this job? And those are the ones that, get a little convoluted, right? Like you got to think about that. So anyway, did you have to have that balance when you started? Like, so you're coming off of taking care of kids and you go back to work or, you know, you're doing your business, right? This is Mm -hmm. when you started your photography business in 2012. 
Right. And that's good because you kind of get your own schedule. So it's a little more flexible than having a nine right. to five or whatever. Right. Exactly. I wasn't leaving the house. I did all the work at home. Right. But right. then who is expected? This is where, you know, it kind of falls on, again, the spouse at home. Right. And, you know, maybe it's not always the man or <laughs> woman. I don't know. I, yeah. it, I guess there's, it's hard to, everyone's different. Every little dynamic family is, their dynamics are different. It is. But it, traditionally, I guess, um, it seems that the woman had to figure out how am I going to balance be Because that was a huge argument at our house. Right. Like, you can't expect me to do all the things that I do not having a job. Like, who does this fall to? I can't do a nine-to-five job and come home and and cook and expect to to do all the dishes and keep the house clean. My parents figured that out by having my sister and I do everything. There you go. And that's where we're at now. Yeah. Right. With a 10 and 12 or 11 and 12-year-old. It's easier to do with with older children. Right. Well, and I think that's part of the reason why people had so many kids <laughs> because I, you know, I don't remember my mom growing up. My oldest sister took care of me. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's just kind of how it fall trickled down. Yeah. But again, you know, now we're down to the two kids, two, three kids, and they're usually really close together. Yeah. So you have them. So you're yeah. doing all of that. And it's, it's tough. And it, it's a huge, huge thing between... You and your spouse. Right. And yeah. especially you, because you guys were married a, a long, long time, time beforehand. I, like, boom, bam, boom. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah. that was our yeah. family. Like, it, there was no, there was like a year. Right. So right. I can't imagine, to me, that would have actually be a little harder. That would be much harder. You know, I mean, for a long time, because his career was, um, like, hours-wise, it was more... Um, I guess intense and he was traveling a lot more Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, so a lot, you know, I would probably pick up the slack more with the house. Sure. Makes sense. Then, um, cause I usually, you know, I would be home by six where he would maybe be home by eight. Right. Right. And, um, I think our hardest adjustment was when, you know, we had two kids really fast Mm -hmm. and he had started a new position. We had moved back to Chicago and he started a new position where he was working like 6 a.m. until 8 o'clock at night. It was a startup situation. So I was, I had two babies yeah. and I'm freaking out at home and they both had special needs and they, you know, oh reflux and sure. they were going to um, physical therapy and occupational therapy. I mean, Not was, easy babies. No, it was a rough time. Sure. And then, you know, he was gone. And you then didn't have that, you didn't have the support. No. Yeah. <laughs> So it was either, I mean, I had a friend who was like, she would say to me, why didn't you just take out the trash? Why did you set that box on top of the trash can? And I'm like, because I've got two toddlers right here. I can't take that trash right. all the way across the house right. know, and get right. it out. You know, it was like stupid things like that. Right. You know, right. so that was the hardest point. And then by the time I started the photography business, um, he was, we had moved again, mm-hmm. um, but he was, it was much more family friendly he was able to get I mean he his office was a mile down from our house so he nice. was home by 5 30 or 6 every evening and nice. um and that was when you know the boys were preschool age and that kind of changed things yeah so Getting things got a lot house. more even then. yeah and yeah. that's about when I started the photography business nice and then now we've got a whole new transition and we're kind of back to trying to figure out and I'm gone most of the day and trying to figure out 
how are those dishes going to get done and who's going to vacuum up after those golden retrievers every day. And so I am able to push more of that on the boys. Right. You know, right. You know. So that's, but then you helps. get this. You're just being lazy, mom. That's what I get. We're not doing all your chores for you. And then, you know, you have to explain you're part of this household. And, you know, yeah. and the hard balance, too, is when to cater that, like, they'll, I don't know, maybe having boys is different, too. So, like, if they ask me to get a glass of water, I'll be like, oh, my God, you know, I've got a laundry basket. Or I'm like, can you get it yourself? But then when I ask them to do something or, you know, it's like, (laughs) you got to teach your kids to, you know, you help out, but then I'm not really helping them in their eyes. Right. I'm just being lazy and they're doing my chores kind of thing. (laughs) So it's a, it's constant. They're punks. Yeah. (laughs) So you're in your business, you're getting in, are you feeling, you know, you're growing your business um, like you want, like it's, well, just your photography. I mean, let's yeah. go with that. Like, are you feeling it's going the way you want it to go? And was it more so when you first got started, we're like, yeah. And then it was like, this yeah. is becoming a, a thing. And yeah, well, I was getting, I mean, I had a lot of momentum when we were in Kentucky mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I kind of had the support system and it's, you know, my boys were at an age where it was easy for me to meet other moms with small kids because yeah. they right. were in school together. Right. And and then we moved here, and so it was rebuilding, mm-hmm. and we had kind of that, um, you know, difference in ages with the kids. But I felt like I was starting to get momentum, and then this year has been, especially since January, it's just been really hard trying to juggle the sign business, sure, and then my business, and um, I'm taking on more of a role at the sign business than what I really kind of expected to or really want to. So it's kind of just juggling all of that and wanting to be supportive of that. And that's, sure. you know, our bread and butter. That's our retirement. That's sure. everything. Sure. But, um, yeah. It's- so is the goal eventually to hire someone in that position once you kind of get, they yeah. get a little more stable. Yes. And then you can back off and go back. Yeah. To, that's awesome. So I'm hoping like in a year. Awesome. So I'm still trying to keep the photography part. Um, so so not to get in the weeds with the business part of it, but did you have to, um, there's a lot of money right up front to start that. Like you got to get your advertising you've got to get, if yeah. you want to do something. So how did you start that? Like what was the beginning? Um, well we had, luckily we had a severance to mm-hmm. live on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of took care of us for living for a good amount of time. And then, um, we're using, we're literally using retirement to fund, the business and get started. To oh, get I mean your photography. Oh, business. my yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, your business. My business. Your business. Um, my business. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I had a camera mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. and a few lenses, and so it started with me. You know, first of all, taking photos of my kids, and then people seeing them, and then started. I really hadn't intended at first to go into business, right? But people started asking me, and I was like, well. Heck, you know, this has always been my passion. And it's sure. something I've, you know, I grew up thinking I would be a photographer and ended up in HR. So <laughs> why right. not do it? So I got a few sessions and then was able to upgrade the camera. And then, and I've just been tried to be very purposeful about I'm only spending what I'm making 
within the photography and not taking it from the household. Oh, right. Uh-huh. And not going into debt. Mm-hmm. So I really grew it slow there in the beginning to just try and get my equipment upgraded sure. and then could start generating some income. So did you have to do a lot of research on, um, you know, what you would, what you would, uh, like the pricing? Yeah. And like, all of, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what do you do? What can you think about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you and that changed like, a lot from, you know, being in Kentucky to moving here too. Sure. Um, and there's so many different philosophies out there and I changed it again, changed it again this year. Sure. Even when I was, how I'm pricing. Well, and you're so. worth, it's all about, and two, like when you start out, you're like, oh, I'm just going to I just need this. to get people. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> going to charge this little amount. And then you're like, somebody will come along and say, you're not charging what you should be charging for what you're, I hear that all the time from my husband. And yeah. I'm just like, well, and I think it's... I don't want to take money from people. It just... I know. It's hard. Seem right. it seem it's right. hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to, to be modest and value yourself at yes. the same time. Absolutely. Yes. That's absolutely right. I mean, it is. You know, modesty is, is something that we are told is a good thing to have. And I, right. I think that it is. But then you're asked to value yourself and you're like, well... Right. That's <laughs> right. a good way to put it. Absolutely. It is. It is. And I think um, you get to a certain point for me... You know, I got to a certain point where I was getting so busy that I felt like it was taking away a lot of weekends from mm-hmm. the family. So that's one point, too, where you decide, okay, it's time to start charging more. Right. And you are making more money per session so I don't have to work as many weekends. Right. And it's also kind of a sign that you aren't charging enough if you're getting too, much too busy. busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> um, and so I could kind of take myself out of it. And say, okay, well, what am I wanting for my family? And if this is taking away from our family time, you know, it's that time is worth more to me than sure. just me saying, okay, well, I'm not doing anything this afternoon and it doesn't affect anybody and I'm going to do it. Well, I'll probably just give everything away to everybody. Right. You know, right, right. Do you want to plug your photography business and or your sign business? Sure. This is going out to the public. So. Sure. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Um, my photography business is, it's my actual, it's my name. So it's Kathy Spansky Photography. Okay. And I do lifestyle and documentary family photography. And then our sign business is Vision Visual Custom Signs and Graphics Studio. And we do... Local company. Yeah, it's a local company here in Colorado. And we do everything from, you know, vehicle graphics, full car wraps to big signs on buildings or, you know, graphics on windows, window film, all of that stuff. They do the work. That's really cool. Yeah, both so, so yeah, that's okay. great. So, you know, I was thinking how lucky to start out when you did. Um, I don't know when did Facebook start like kind of really picking up like where it was. I joined in two thousand eight. Yeah, and I think it was, it was around really... two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. So right around there, but it wasn't really like getting the momentum up because we were still what in MySpace or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But nobody knew what they were doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, yeah, I think I did 2008. I joined them. But I mean, how lucky to have a business at that time, you know, and even 2012, you're still pretty good. But do you feel like things are starting to get saturated? Have you ever felt that no. with photography at yeah, all? Very, yeah, very saturated. Um, and now it's more just trying to build the website and getting traffic to your website. And, you know, building your SEO and trying to get people to find you organically that way or through referrals. Right. Because otherwise it's really hard to. Yeah. That's the tough part. There's a million photographers. Yes. (laughs) So, um, Nicholas, should we 
take a little break? Yeah, we can take a little okay. break. It seems like okay. a good spot. Join us next time for part two of this interview with Kathy. Thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate it. You can find us on Sophie and Nico Present and also our new Gunderpants Facebook page, which will be live and operational very soon. So stay tuned. we got lots of stuff coming for you guys. Thank you all very much. Thank you. In pocket, gunpowder, I'm gonna use it. Intention, I'm feeling myself. Gonna make you, make you, make you notice. Gunderpants is a production of Sophie and Nico Present. Executive producer, Sophie Gray. Edited and produced by myself, Nicholas Orlin. Starring, Penny Smith. If you would like to reach out to us or have any questions, please do not hesitate to do so. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook at Gunderpants or at Sophie and Nico Present. If you'd like to reach out to us by email, please do so by emailing sophieandnico at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and we hope you tune in next time. Mm-hmm.